Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host Julian. My co-host Justin is with me as always. We're here with the '70s boogie all music. Let me put the power saver on my TV because we got business to talk here. Carmelo Anthony's back in the NBA. LSU's back at number one. Is Kaepernick gonna come back to the NFL? It's a couple, couple questions this week. A couple things we could talk about. What we first should get into, just to get it out the way, is New York sports. I don't know them so well, but I know them well enough as far as on the outside looking in. It's typically not good. So, you know, you got the Giants-Jets situation, as we spoke about on the NFL podcast that we just dropped. So if you guys haven't heard that, then obviously go listen to the NFL thing because we're going to be dropping weekly NFL episodes throughout the season and the playoffs all the way up until the Super Bowl. So listen to that. I revealed my two Super Bowl picks because one was my real one and then the other one was... My semi-fantasy. Yeah. So, like I said, we spoke about Giants and Jets and their quarterback, or excuse me, their head coaching situations and how their teams aren't just progressing. They're, they look like they're either getting worse or just getting by. Which, real quick, Jets released a statement that Adam Gates will be their coach finishing up this year, and next year. Mm. They kind of caught a, they got a quiet noise around them. The media is obviously going to be the big deal, right? Of course. So they have to try to draw their foot in the line and defend themselves when they can. You know, good thing that they beat the Giants because that would have been, that probably was the reason they were able to say that he'll keep his job, I guess, throughout the season and going into next season. They didn't say he'll have it next season, but that's another story. But as I was talking about New York sports, uh, Anthony Davis we see today that the Knicks come out and say that uh, they kind of were, quote-unquote, turned off by signing Anthony Davis in free agency because they, he wouldn't fit their future plans. And, you know, this whole time, we knew that they lost out on Kevin Durant and they lost out on Kyrie Irving. You know, we, we knew they wanted them. However, we knew that it was a long shot, especially with Brooklyn being another option, you know, to be able to... Uh, acquire them along with Golden State being able to stay, Kyrie being able to do whatever he wanted to do. So you have the chance to at least try to recruit Anthony Davis, you know, and you don't even make the shot because he doesn't fit your future plans. Can I don't I just haven't gotten that broken down to me by anybody or so I'm kinda lost as far as what that, that means. Yeah, because alright, so if this was possibly a Philadelphia Sixers situation where they were trying to build it I don't get that because at least 
we knew what they were doing. They had an obvious direction. But we were talking about this off air, I think, last week before we recorded the NFL episode. That, um, see, this year, because we're talking about David Fitzdale, if normally you have a GM who's going to hire a coach or his coach, and then they're probably going to sit down with the coach and talk about the direction of the team and, right. what, you know, the personnel that he feels he needs to deceive and, you know, the offense or the defensive scheme, you know, he wants to run, you know, with his staff. Now, what the Knicks did, and the Knicks do this every year because they always have cap, they always have money, but they have nobody to spend it on. So they went and get a Julius Randle, which is solid. That was, that was a good start. Followed by Bobby Portis, which is more of a head scratch, but I was kind of like, okay, maybe, you know. Bobby. Yeah, they'll figure something out. And then they hit on the Taj Gibson. So then that's where they lost. Me. Who's actually kind of playing the most solid power forward basketball for them right now. But that's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then this continued to lose me with signings of Wayne Ellington. Especially if they were going to use Wayne Ellington, I, I don't think he gets more than like fifteen minutes a game. Um, exactly, and I feel like he's the type of player that you go out and sign if you're going to use him. He's a really good shooter. We saw what he did last year with the Heat, broke records um, with his tenure there in Miami. But it's just kind of like a, a concoction put together of a lot of different type of players yeah. and young players. So it's like. There's there's not really much positive you're going to get from that. I know that KP went back to the Knicks today. He went back to MSG today. And they were they were trying him. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, at, at first. It's a good game, though. It's 94-92 New York. Four minutes. He was dapping like a lot of people up in the organization or like fans and things like that. But most of the reaction was, you know, booze. And he got introduced to a lot of people. I only watched the first quarter, but every time he touched the ball, literally every time he touched the ball, they booed. Literally. Yeah. But I like that uh, for the technical free throw they, that he had, that yeah, the Mavericks had to shoot. They gave him to shoot it. Because that was his first point. That was his first bucket. So he had to, he had to get some type of Because you can tell the first, like, possession or two that he had, he was, he was in his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, for, he was forcing. He was trying to get into some rhythm. Like, he was trying to shut the fans up. But I mean, he really got outside of the game plan. Right. So they get all those pieces, and then they're kind of like, all right, Fizz, they'll like, figure it out. Right. So, and now and you now, see their GM is, like, pushing Fizz out the door, basically. Threw him, threw him under the bus, pretty much. So, well, yeah, so when I heard that, when I found that out, I was like, I don't, I don't care, really, unless, like I said, unless your team, maybe, like, you know, the Sixers were, or... I don't even know what other teams, but unless, yeah, like you're in that situation, I don't care what plans you have. Anthony Davis, when it's all said and done, I think will be a multiple-time champion. I think could be established as the best power forward ever. Could and be. He's definitely a top-five player in the league right now, and he plays both ends of the floor efficiently. Yeah, you see what he's doing in Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, Fits in like Joe. Yeah, I mean, exactly, and you can... How many people in the league can you say can be the cornerstone of your franchise and you can actually build a team around them? And they will. Who can do everything? Yeah, and the Lakers will continue to do that long after LeBron's gone because I think he'll, you know, finish his career there, if not play multiple years there. 
and they will continue to put pieces around him. So, I, and then if you're the Knicks, it's not besides Christoph Porzingis. It's not like you've really hit on draft. Right, and Christoph Porzingis is a long shot to say that you've hit on. Exactly. Because you didn't really hit on him. Even that, yeah, exactly. And he still hasn't been the guy. Exactly. Like this year he's been all hype because of what he can do with Luca and what he you know can do uh playing on Dirk's on Dirk's old team. And then there's a hype against him playing against the Knicks, you know, two times early this year. But he hasn't done. You know, he's been hurt. Eighteen months. Eighteen So it's ninety seven, ninety nine, three minutes left right now. And that, and then that's the other thing. So you haven't shown the ability to hit on your draft picks. You haven't shown the ability to get anybody in free agency because it always ends up to the point where everybody goes elsewhere. Right. You're not even getting visits. You're not even getting talks. And then you just have to sign pretty much the the, the remainders of who who nobody else wanted pretty much. Correct. So I don't understand what this front office has done to led you to believe that you actually have something going or that you have the ability to enable to build long-term. It will remain that until the owner is no longer. I would give him multiple first-round picks. For Anthony Davis, a top-five player could be one of the best. And best player in franchise history. How old is he? He could be their best player in franchise history very fast. Isn't he like 26? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah, I think he's about 27, 26. Man, you could give him five first-round picks. <laughs> That's a fact. I mean, he would carry you well into the next decade. That's crazy. But that's that. In other basketball news, uh, Paul George made his debut today, 24 minutes, shot 10 of 17, 10 from 10 from the line, and dropped a smooth 33 points. Wow. Plus seven on the floor, nine rebounds, four assists to go with it. That's that's going back into the to the Paul George MVP talks. Um, 132-127, 132-127, the Clippers lost. So the Pelicans came out big. Uh, Drew Holiday had a 24-point first half, so that was that was a good help for him. And he ended up with 36 points, shot 30, 13 of 24. But um, he was getting it. Can't hate on that. 36 points, beat the Clippers. Clippers who just came off of a loss. So this is back-to-back losses. They play the Raptors, excuse me, the Rockets, and the Pelicans, and they lose both games. Um, and in this game, I don't believe Kawhi Leonard was playing because of the load management thing, yeah, knowing Paul George was coming. So it's – listen, we had, we know Westbrook had some choice words for Patrick Beverly yesterday, oh. <laughs> which were pretty funny. He fools the fans. No, I mean Patrick Beverly. He gets in everybody's head. So I, I still respect yeah, him as a, a, a good defender, great defender in this league. He's annoying. He's a, he's a, he's annoying. He is immature, and but he's like the James Harden of defending in the sense that not okay. James Harden's offensive skill is amazing. Patrick Beverly's defensive skill is not James Harden's offensive skill. But but what I'm saying is when you're watching, no, but like when you're watching it. When you're watching it and it's so annoying, okay. So you watch James Harden and it's good, but it's annoying. I, I re- Patrick Beverly locks you down, or he'll lock up some defenders, but he's such a. I hate watching the Clippers versus the Rockets, or like what was it before? Uh, well, he was on the Rockets, so it was. <laughs> I hated watching the Rockets in general, and you still hate watching the Rockets, but that's that. Um, 
I guess Mello. It was only a matter of time. I feel like if, if he didn't definitely if he didn't get signed this year, then I feel like yeah, it's done. Like he's just it's gonna be like the Ray Allen effect because Ray Allen, we you know the year after we're like oh wow Ray Allen, and we thought he was just taking the year off, and then the year after like all right somebody's gonna we're like, we're, we're he was like, old. Yeah, we were like watch go like Golden State's gonna sign him. And, he was old. He was old, but I mean he could shoot still. So. But, yeah, that's, that's what I kind of began to believe was going to happen to Melo. He was just going to silently fall out of the league. And I'm not going to be wrong. I'm not saying Melo, by any means, deserves a farewell tour or anything. Right. Like, like, you know, Kobe or Wade or anything like that. But I thought maybe he would go out swinging, you know, if anything. That's for sure. So, I mean, but, I mean, it also speaks to the point in the season where the Trailblazers right now, and I think they're mainly doing it not because, because I mean I, I just read something from Woj a couple of minutes ago, but it was basically saying you know what they were already kind of weak at the power at the four position, right? And with Zach Collins getting injured, it, it only made them. More they were kind of desperate. So yeah, they were desperate. So I kind of feel like maybe which one I don't understand like if Zach Collins, you know Zach Collins and Carmelo Carmelo obviously play way different, so. I mean, unless maybe they need scoring off the bench, but it's going to be an interesting dynamic if he's in the starting lineup or if he's coming off the right, bench. Right, to see how he would play. I mean, he's going to get his fair share of minutes with Lillard and McCollum, probably just on those closing moments. Or, you know, the, the coach is going to want to see what he can do in certain moments of the game. So, Yeah, I mean, who else is going to be that guy? Exactly. Because Rodney Hood's a starter. And, and he fits in well with, with Cole. Perfect. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting to see. I'm, I'm just glad he got a shot back. He deserved his last stint to prove himself and prove that he can still do it. Just like I think if we're going to transition real quick, Colin Kaepernick can do. Um, you know, if he can get a chance, it's 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 more how I feel about Kaepernick. I'm, I was over the situation as far as like, all right, the NFL is not going to do it. And, and I still feel like, yeah, and I still feel like the NFL is doing this part to just – Prove that, all right, we went out, we watched you, not impressed, quote-unquote, right? Because he can put out an impressive day, but do you think that he's going to come out of this with a contract? Like, I don't think it's going to lead that far. And the fact that they specifically told him that he had to be there this Saturday, he couldn't um, do an, He couldn't push it back. Usual NFL workouts are Tuesdays, and they said this Saturday, tr- teams travel, um, no head coach or GM will be there, but you know they'll send some scouts and stuff. So the way it's all set up just reads me that you know nothing's gonna truly come out of this, but um, they want to be able to say you know we gave him a try. What, see, I was thinking like that at first, but then after you know reading and watching some stuff, like you said, like we kind of were at the point where like, we just you know accepted it. And we kind of just put it in, in, the, in the back of our minds. So to bring it up front as the NFL, to bring it up front to our attention once again after you know they wanted nothing but to bury this was kind of surprising. So I kind of felt, you know, as I said, listening and reading, I kind of felt that um, maybe there was some teams that were interested. Right. And they didn't want to, like, come out straight forward and be like, you know, like say like the Dolphins, like we didn't want to come out straight forward and be like, hey, you know, we're interested in Kaepernick. Because then obviously as we you know we've said and multiple 
who agreed that he basically got blackballed by the league. So which he did. Yeah, with, exactly which he did. So I really don't think that you you know want to be one of the thirty-two teams under Goodell's dictatorship that speaks out and says, "Oh yeah, we're interested in Kaepernick. You know, we want to give him a chance or give him a look." But the so, the only thing to that is like, I mean, Goodell is the one that kind of is behind this. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like. Like enough teams, like I think like, like multiple teams wanted to, but they didn't want to be the only one. Right, right. So I think this kind of helps. So maybe they came together and be like, yeah, like you know, you know, a lot of us are interested. Let's set it up. Let's just set it up. Just give it a look. See what it, see what it's looking like. And then I think yeah, I think like like you said, like the NFL, like obviously it went to Goodell. I think he just kind of picked it up and ran with it because it's really a win win for the NFL because I think one. Let's say, you know, obviously, you know, scouts go or, you know, maybe, maybe GMs go. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe it's one tough. One Why would you – your GM's going to leave your game to go – his game to go watch Colin Kaepernick? I mean, they, they could maybe fly to Georgia and then fly to, you know, wherever. But I'm going to say maybe. Feel you. But, you know, hypothetically, let's say maybe. Obviously not all of them. Right. Not, you know, but maybe a few. Definitely, you know, the scouts and whatever. So let's say they go and – one of the teams says, you know, we see something we like, and, and they sign. Now, you're only going to get more, I think, recognition and more publicity because you signed Colin Kaepernick, who was like the black hat of the league. Right. And everybody, you know, loves a redemption story. I mean, we've seen it with Michael Vick. We've seen it with multiple, you know, players and athletes. Yep. So that's one. But then on the other side, let's say the teams go, and then for whatever, I mean, to our knowledge, Colin Kaepernick's put out stuff and saying, you know, he works out on a regular basis. He works out pretty much five days a week. Wakes up 5 a.m. Yeah, and not just, you know, doing workouts, but he's doing, you know, football drills. He still has a trainer and all that stuff. So let's just say, but for but for whatever reason, let's say he goes to his workout and then just bombs. Yeah. And then, or he could not go at all. Let's just say, like, no, he's not going to put up with that. Like, really? Like, like, don't tell me I have to do this at this time. Uh, you think he does it? Or are you just hypothetically? I'm just hypothetically saying, like, he doesn't go. Maybe it's, you know, kind of like, you know, you're not going to do me like that. Like, I'm, you know, staying up for myself. Right. I'm going to let you, like, do me, like, whatever. So, let's say, say he doesn't go. Either way, in that scenario, the NFL could be like, well, see, guys, you know. We, told we, you we proved you fucking yeah, right. We proved you right. You know, he doesn't belong in the league. So, you know, <laughs> so it up and ask That him. would be their favorite. But that's I, I don't think Kaepernick is gonna handle himself like that. No, I don't think so either. But like I said, but either way, I think it's it's a win win for the league. They just kinda took the situation and just ran with it after it got brought to their attention. Right. right. Because you know if he comes back into the league, jerseys, his jerseys are gonna sell no matter what team he goes to. That's crazy. And, what, and no matter what stadium he goes to, it's, it's gonna sell more tickets and there's gonna be more jerseys and the NFL is only gonna make revenue off it. And then you know, there's gonna obviously there would probably be like an E60 on it. There's gonna be <laughs> they would, there's gonna be so much coverage on it. It's it would be the NFL would make so much money. Just yeah, that alone. it's a win-win. Yeah, I think that's how it comes down to at the end of the day as well. So, uh, I guess leaving, we we jumped out of the NBA to jump to the NFL. Uh, real quick, we'll jump right back to the NBA with some quick injury updates. Karis LeVert out four to six weeks with a ligament injury in his thumb or something. I think it's his thumb. Um, Kevin Herter's out. He'll miss a few days with the left shoulder. 
and Gordon Hayward, we saw, broke his hand. So uh, that was, to me, the biggest one because Boston is a team competing. They were on a good, you know, win streak. And he was, yeah, he was a, a big part of, you know, their success. So them losing was a pretty big deal as the Knicks are up 104-101 with 13.2 left. Um, and, you know, for Atlanta as a young team, I think Herter, you know, being healthy is going to be important because Trey Young doesn't have Zach Co- uh, John Collins. And, you know, I know he has those two rookies, but Kevin Herter is coming into his own and he's been in the league for, I think, two years now. Um, so he's, you know, him being healthy next to Trey Young is going to benefit a lot from that. So speaking of Trey Young, he's putting MVP numbers up right now. And he's making his case for, you can say, most improved, I guess. Um, you can say most improved. You can say early, I guess, early MVP. I'm not going to talk MVP in the NBA because there's really no point. That's, yeah, we'll say well, all of our award predictions probably for the half. Yeah, that's not – we're not going to entertain it. But he's putting up MVP numbers, averaging 28 points a game, shooting 40% from three, eight assists, 46 from the field. So, um, I mean, Luka Doncic is almost averaging a triple double. Yeah, he's balling as well. That these two, these two, oh man, and the fact that they were traded for each other was is like the best part. They actually asked Trey Young on. Oh yeah, it was on first take. Was it on first take? Yeah, it was on first take. If he watches uh, Luka's game still. Yeah, he was like, he answered the best way. He's like, I watch everybody. He's like, I just love watching basketball and just watching. Know, people success, you know, exceed, and especially people in my draft class. For sure. He's like, but yeah, he's like, tonight, he's like, you know, me and Luke are always going to be, you know, twice. So he's like, yeah, I want to look good. In other news, the Miami Heat are 8-3. Undefeated at home. 4-3 on the road. 4-3 on the road. I'll take it. We could, we could finish November undefeated. I mean, the only question mark is we got Philly. I can't wait for Boston as well. And then at the end of the month, I think it's like the 29th, we have Golden State. I think we're home for that. I don't, uh, come on now. Come on now. See, what do you want to see? What do you want to see? Well, what's supposed to happen? What happened tonight is supposed to happen to Golden State. Yeah, exactly. Like, put, after all the I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Do they? Do they? That would get me hyped, but I don't believe that's going to happen. You want to? And you know, he said that he left. Uh, he left. He chose Golden State in free agency over Minnesota because of the weather. So. It matters, man. Jimmy Butler said it himself. I mean, you wake up and you're trying to train your body and do all this and get some rest in that cold weather, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be uncomfortable, man. You're gonna be tense and your body's gonna be sore. You gotta come relax where it's nice and sunny outside and warm all the time. You gotta do it if you gotta do it. Right. I'm not going to go, hey, you guys want to play for the Spanish team? Where is it? Uh, Nebraska. 
Sure, why not? Guess I'm going to Let's go. Corn Huskerville. I love corn. So I don't know. We'll see what's we'll see what's good with the Heat in this Eastern Conference. We're eight and three, like I said, and we look like some some real contenders. You know, we're playing really good defense. Bam is playing individual defense. Tyler Hero looked nice tonight, pulling up. Goron is playing most most or six man of the year. Bam and Jimmy look like they want to be on first team defense. But uh, so we gotta have somebody in the three point contest, whether it be Goran, Hero, or Duncan. Give it to somebody. Duncan's playing really good too. I respect Duncan's game. He's starting to hit his shots in threes, sixty five percent. And he went two for two tonight. Suck off, blood. <laughs> basketball, basketball, basketball. Let's talk about some college football before we get out of here. We got. This is November 12th. As of November 12th, Bama is outside of the top four, just inside that top five. LSU at that one spot, 9-0, and as we saw, LSU versus Bama this week. Oh, and we – what a game. Completely opposite from that game years ago where they were finished with 9-6, Right. Oh, uh, you know, the two quarterbacks showed out, Heisman uh, hopefuls. Two, top, draft hopefuls. top draft pick hopefuls. Two is not even 100%, you can tell. He still threw for over 400. Because when the game just started to matter – you know, he started clicking. And and honestly, Jerry Judy dropping those two touchdowns were big uh, because you, you need to put your quarterback on that sideline and not make him have to go as hard as he went. In the beginning of the game where he just, for some reason, does, you know, just fumble Yeah, he fumbled that ball. Out of nowhere for this. No, I think what the biggest thing was when they threw the pick before half. Oh, and went and scored? Yeah. And went yeah, and scored. Yeah. I was like, ooh, yeah. that burned. They went up like 33-13 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they went up 33-13 at the half. And it was it was quiet. It was quiet out in Alabama too. And you saw that he had they had those MAGA supporters in that MAGA frat house in Alabama. So I think the, the whole country was going for this. Yes, we got to shout out Harris, Najee Harris for Alabama. That boy, I understand LSU's running back ball. I understand, but that boy Najee Harris kind of carried. He kind of carried, um, like Joe Burrow was making plays, but he carried them through that game and, and basically let them be able to build that offense back up because without that running game, that game was over. That's what I'm saying. So he, he was able to hand it off in the fourth quarter down two possessions. He was handing the ball off, and Najee Harris was making plays. Eight carry, eight yards. So that was that was impressive to see, and it was just a great shoot. I hope that's the SEC championship. We could see it again, or will we see it again? No, we would see, they're yeah, yeah. We would see them versus Georgia, Georgia. So. Clemson, if they went out, they got to stay three. And then Ohio State, you know, if they went out, they got a good. They got. We talked about this. Um, they got Chase Young back. That's the biggest thing. And then they, Michigan. They never had a. They never had a problem versus Michigan. And Harbaugh doesn't know how to win big games in his uh, division or conference. So, I don't. I'm not gonna. Michigan's playing pretty good too. Penn State just lost to uh, Minnesota. I don't think that. 
pivotal it is for a high seed to win out because obviously in college football, if you're going to lose, lose early, so you have the rest of the season right. to resonate. So they definitely can't lose now. And then even the Penn State, if they lose now, I think they fall out of the top four. If they lose to Michigan, oh, it's done. Hey, if Georgia beats Auburn this Saturday and then beats Alabama in the SEC championship. No, they'll play LSU. I keep saying that. You're right. Because we're just so used to seeing Bama. You're the right. But no, yeah, you're right. I mean, oh, for sure. Because if Georgia wins out and Alabama wins out, I mean, you still got to go Alabama. But Georgia's loss, Georgia's loss is to South Carolina, and Alabama's loss is to LSU. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because that would end up in them winning out. You're right. Especially if LSU beat Bama. Bama, and then they beat LSU. That's what I didn't factor in that they would have to beat LSU to win out. They need either Georgia to lose. I mean, they. I only put it this way. A lot of people are just assuming, rightfully so, that LSU. I mean, that um, Ohio State and Clemson went out. So their main. It's mainly Georgia that they have to lose. Right. Just one game, really. Georgia just lose one game. They're in. But I think. It's, anything can happen. Like I said, I think there's a small chance that um, Ohio State loses any of the rest of the games. I think it's even a smaller chance that Clemson loses any of the rest of the games. But you just never know. But, yeah, I, I do agree with a lot of people. It definitely comes down to Georgia, which I think Georgia, if they don't lose to Auburn, they'll definitely lose to LSU. And I think they'll get ran over by LSU. Yeah. Hear that? So I guess that's it, man, All right? Next week we got NFL show coming up. See if that comes out on Tuesday, probably. Uh, next week, Thursday, we'll record again. And let me check on that Knicks game real quick before we go because, damn, it's over. The Knicks won 106-103. Look at that, holding down the home court. And they have, they have three wins now, two of them are against Dallas. Like that, against KP. Phoenix is about to take the win. Oh, no, Phoenix has a 10-point lead over Atlanta. But uh, Brooklyn and Denver just kicked off on TNT. And with that uh, 14 to 7 starting the fourth quarter for the Browns and the Steelers, so that that's a divisional game. It's a big game right there. But technically speaking, the Steelers are still alive. They are, especially if they win this game. Especially if they win this game. So and they're still alive in this game. Their defense is top two in turnovers. So I wouldn't put it past them. They got a lot of sacks with Bud Dupree and uh, T.J. Watt out there. So. They won the they they won the Minka trade for for now, for now, and then um, they also won on Devin Bush. So I'll take it if I'm them right now. Uh, I hear you, I hear you, but we gotta let it play out though. They're still five and four. They've won four straight, so let's not forget where they were. They just won four straight, okay? But and they're playing a divisional game that that can be put a stop to. So let's see how it goes. We'll talk about this on you know. Our little NFL show So you guys stay tuned for that In the meantime Stay easy I guess I tell her Now down pop that pussy for a real nigga I already know that life is deep But I still digger Niggas is jealous But really I could care less I'm in hell's kitchen with an apron and a hairnet Devil on my shoulders The Lord is my witness
sickness So on my Libra scale I'm weighing sins and forgiveness What goes around comes around like a hula hoop Karma is a bitch where just make sure that bitch is beautiful Life on the edge, I'm dangling my feet I tried to pay attention but attention paid me Haters can't see me, nosebleed seats And today I went shopping and talk is still cheap I rock to the beat of my drum set I've been at the top for a while and I ain't jumped yet <laughs> But I'm Ray Charles to the bullshit And I jump up on that dick and do a full split Uh she just started to pop it for a nigga and look back and told me, baby, it's real And I say I ain't doubt you for a second, I squeeze it and I can tell how I feel I wish we could take off and go anywhere, but here, baby, you know the deal And she bad, so maybe she won't, uh, but shit, then again, maybe she will Yeah Doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now, she will. Yeah. Doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now, she will. She will. She will. Maybe for the money and the power and the fame right now, she will. She will. She will. Uh, doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now, she will. She will. She will. She will. Yeah. I tell her. Not gone, pop that pussy for me Haters can't see me, but them bitches still looking for me And you could take that to the bank and deposit that Put your two cents in and get a dollar back Some people hang you out to dry like a towel rack I'm all about I, give the rest of the vowels back I like my girl thick, not just kinda fine Eat her till she cry, call that wine and dine Try to check me and I'ma have them checking posts They say choose wisely, that's why I was chosen Rockin' like asphalt, it's the cash fault Looked in the face of death and took its mask off Now I like my house big and my grass off I like my girl face south and her ass north But I'm Ray Charles to the bullshit And I hop up on that dick and do a full split uh. <laughs> She just started to pop it for a nigga And look back and told me, baby, it's real And I say I ain't doubt you for a second I squeeze it and I can tell how I feel I wish we could take off and go anywhere But here, baby, you know the deal And she bad, so maybe she won't, uh But shit, then again, maybe she will Yeah Doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now She will Yeah Doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now She will, she will, she will uh, Maybe for the money and the power and the fame right now She will, she will, she will uh, Doing for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now She will, she will, she will, she will Ladies and gentlemen, she just started to pop it for a nigga and look back and told me, baby, it's real And I say I ain't doubt you for a second, I squeeze it and I can tell how I feel I wish we could take off and go anywhere, but here, baby, you know the deal And she bad, so maybe she won't, uh, but shit, then again, maybe she will Niggas in the fucking game right now, she will. Yeah. Do it for the realest niggas in the fucking game right now, she will. She will. She will. She will. She will.